Hey there, welcome to Not Your Ordinary Girl, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hey there. So today we're going to be doing part one of a series of episodes on getting unstuck. Being stuck in your career or at your job and that feeling of just being stagnant and not moving forward or not moving up is seeming very common these days. There are tons of articles about it online. There's lots of other podcasts. You hear about it on social media where people are feeling stuck in their position and and with what they're doing and trying to find ways to get unstuck. I think that there are a variety of reasons why we can feel stuck and I feel like there are a ton of different ways that we can make small changes in our lives to improve that feeling, both on the short term and the long term, to help lead us to a place where we're not feeling so stuck. I also think that it's one of those things that you're probably going to experience multiple times in your career. Uh, Just the way circumstances are, we get to a certain point and you have to make some decisions, uh, moving up, moving sideways, moving right, moving left changing jobs, coasting for a while. So it is kind of one of those feelings of hurry up and wait. We get to a certain point where we're, we're progressing and progressing and then things can stagnate for a little while. And that gives us that feeling of feeling stuck and not sure if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing or what we're meant to be doing. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about career maintenance And I think that careers really need to be maintained like your car, like your house, like any relationship that you have. It's not something that you get the job and then you're just in it. You've got your career, you set it to autopilot, and you go. There are some careers out there, I suppose, like that. And there are some people that are very comfortable in doing that. But I think there are many more of us who feel like there's 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 something at the next level that we have to shoot for. You you're constantly reaching and stretching and and growing. And anytime that is slowed down, there can be this feeling of why have things slowed down? Why am I not progressing as fast as I am? What what's happening here? I I was going along at 60 miles an hour and now we're kind of bumping along at 30, 35 miles an hour and I need to figure out how to get back in the fast lane. Some of that is natural. Some of that is is all part of the course of your career and there are going to be times when you need to move into the slow lane when you're 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 learning or growing or waiting for opportunities or looking for opportunities. But other times we can take control of that and help that. So when I talk about career maintenance, that's you helping that. And, you know, we go to school or we learn whatever skill we're using in our day-to-day career. After we graduate and we get our job, perhaps we have a bachelor's, perhaps we have a master's, perhaps we have a PhD. Once we get to that, that goal of that education or that training that we we 
feel that we needed to get that position or that we did need to get that position. That's kind of it. In most companies and organizations, there is some requirement for continuing education. Oftentimes, it's very career-focused or very specific to that industry. Many organizations require some kind of ethics training, some kind of sexual harassment training, some kind of basic maintenance of, of industry best practices or core values associated with the organization that you work for. But many others also offer the opportunity to take other classes. Oftentimes they're internal, so you kind of have to pick off of their roster of, of available classes that you can take. But there are things internally that we can look at. There are also a lot of different things that we can do on our own to continue our professional growth. And even if you're not in a industry where you're required to maintain certifications or constant growth and education in your academic field, there are things we can do to give ourselves a little bit of a feeling of a refresher. And if you look at the different tasks that you do on a day-to-day basis, perhaps look at something that you have not always felt 100% comfortable with, or you feel like you could use a little polishing or updating. Perhaps it's an, an area of your job that is evolving. If you have to work with social media, that's something that's constantly growing and evolving and techniques and challenges and algorithms, those are constantly growing. Uh, things like public speaking and presentation skills, that's another thing that stylistically those things are constantly evolving depending on your industry. Perhaps it's communication. You have to deal with uh, a lot of challenging employees or uh, challenging clients and developing ways of understanding their needs or their wants or how you can better relate to them or communicate to them to be more successful. These are all different ways that if we take a look at what we're doing every day and what we really do well, and this is where it's important that we're honest with ourselves, right? So if you, obviously you're good at your job, you know you're good at your job, but only you can really look inward and say, you know, I really am awesome at my job, but if I'm being truly honest with myself, I could be a little bit better at this or I could be a little bit better at that. Perhaps I could use a little refresher course in this area because I've heard that there are some new technologies out there. There's new styles, new techniques, uh, new things that I can can incorporate to stay current and on the cutting edge, which will make me competitive. It may not bring you the promotion next cycle. It may not get you an extra 2 or 3% in your, your salary adjustment this year. But in the long run, it will improve upon your total package, right? It will make you more marketable. It will make you more valuable to whatever organization you're working at currently or your next step. You never know when an opportunity might come up. And an opportunity could come up in six months and it requires you to be amazing at one of those skills that you need a little brushing up on. You never know. You never know. So if you go back and you do a little bit of brushing up on those skills, 
it just may work out just right that look at that. Thank goodness I went back and I did that because I would never have gotten this opportunity if I hadn't have made sure that I was putting forth my best effort across the board. There are a lot of different resources out there for us to continue our education, our skills development, soft skills, hard skills, all of them. Um, Soft skills is definitely an area where I would argue 99% of us do not have it down 100%, and we never will. It's an area where we'll constantly be growing, working with other people, communicating, dealing with leadership and being a good leader, being a good manager, having good negotiation skills, having good presentation skills. These are things that we can constantly improve upon. Our technique can always get better. And we can also specialize in our industry to make sure that we're really honing our skills to adapt to what is going to maximize our impact in that industry. There are a variety of ways that we can broaden our skills. As I mentioned, there are a lot of companies that offer internal training. Uh, I would look firsthand at some of the training classes that your company offers. Are there any in there that apply to those areas that you're working in right now that you feel like you could have a little bit more practice in? It may just be something that you haven't done in a while. Perhaps you haven't had to do a presentation in a long time and that's something that your staff does or it's just not something that you're doing in your current role, but you don't want that skill to go away because if you were to get promoted, you will need to be doing that again. So you want to make sure you keep that current. Perhaps you work in building databases or creating spreadsheets and there have been updates and your staff have been doing that for a while and you see all the the fancy drop down menus and everything that they're doing and you're really pretty rusty in that area. Go back and, and take a class on that. Many of those kinds of real functional activities, writing skills, spreadsheet skills. Most companies offer classes like that uh, internally that you can take. But there's also a lot of things that you can take outside of your, your organization. And they don't have to be super expensive. I'm not talking about going to get a PhD on the side. I mean, if that's something that you've always wanted to do, why not take a class? Set aside some time, take one class. See if it's something that you're still passionate about. See if it's something that you really do want to do. No one says you have to get a PhD in a semester. It could be something, if that's a life goal that you've always wanted to do and kind of put on the back burner because you've been focusing on career, why not give yourself a couple hours a week to go back and take a class one at a time? Many companies will pay for continuing education credits outside of work too, if they're applicable. So they, your, your job may pay for you to take that one class to consider if that's something you want to do on the long term. Every county I've ever lived in always sends out this booklet of adult and continuing education classes. They have finance classes, they have real estate classes, they have Uh, writing skills, presenting skills. They've got all kinds of classes in there. And those are in your community. 
It's a good networking opportunity. It gets you out of the house for an hour or two for a couple of weeks. Uh, and it's something that you can go and refresh your skills in a variety of different areas that could be applicable to your career. You could go to the library or the bookstore and get a book. I mean, you could you could order it off of Amazon online. You could download it onto your Kindle or, or whatever reading device you use. There are so many books out there now. And on so many different topic areas, you could read about communicating better with your employees. You could read about chemistry or biology or physics. Perhaps you have a job where your role is largely administrative, but the subject matter that is the focus of the company is a science and you don't know very much about it. Or maybe you work at a financial institution and while you don't do much financially, you don't really understand how it all works. And having a better understanding of the, the, the financial markets or real estate markets or something along those lines would be beneficial to you because one, it might make meetings more interesting so that you would understand some of the other topics that are being talked about in, a, in addition to yours. It may also open doors in the future, right? There may be positions that come available that need some level of understanding in the, the broader topic area of the org- that the organization works on, and that could work to your favor. I'm not necessarily saying that you need to target whatever topic area you want to learn based on thoughts for career advancement, but it doesn't hurt. Trying to find some area to make sure you are maintaining and building out your skills as an employee can only work in your favor for your career, number one. Number two, it can only work in your favor for career happiness because you are finding something else to do besides just the day-to-day. And while I'm not suggesting that you fall behind on your regular uh, responsibilities so that you can take a chemistry class or take a finance class, I'm, I'm not suggesting that at all. I'm suggesting that it can augment what you're already doing and provide some other outlet, some other interest for you that is related to what it is that you're doing is related to what's on your resume so that it can go on your resume when you're done and add to your toolbox of skill sets that you offer to wherever you work, be it your current organization or if in the future you go someplace else. So you're getting double benefit from it. It's giving you a little bit of a new and fresh look at what you're looking at now, what you're doing, and it's giving you um, marketability in the future. A lot of times when we feel stuck in what we're doing, it's because we're bored. We're bored. We don't know what comes next. We don't know if we want to be doing what we're doing right now, or we just don't feel inspired or excited about what's happening in our day to day. And feeling stuck about the next step, not knowing what we want to do next Sometimes it's very difficult to get to that next, that next stop because we just have no idea. I, I often say to folks that I work with that it's a very difficult position to be in when the sky's the limit. And it's, it's so true. I mean, it, it's such a gift to have the opportunity to be able to pick 
whatever you want, but it's also very overwhelming to consider that I can really be anything I want to be. I can do anything I want to do. But then when you start thinking about that phrase, anything is a huge category. I mean, it could be anything. And to be in that position is really nice, but it's also very stressful. So in maintaining your current career and trying to continue to grow your your soft skills and even your hard skills and taking classes, reading books, learning about other things that are complementary to what you're doing now, oftentimes can open up avenues to go down that you hadn't thought of before. You may find that you decide to take a coding class for fun. Uh, A few years back, I was traveling a lot and I had always been interested in computers and programming and I thought, "Eh, I have lots of time on an airplane, maybe I'll try and teach myself how to code. Sure, I went to the bookstore, I bought a book on Python, and I taught myself how to code. I've done absolutely nothing with it other than um, use it for fun, and it was an interesting skill to have. I don't know if I will ever need it in the future, probably not, but I really enjoyed the idea of doing it. It opened up a few avenues of conversation with people that I, I knew peripherally and just As an aside, you know, I I happened to work with one guy and I saw he had the same book on his shelf and we got a conversation going and we were talking about coding. Uh, This person was someone that I I worked with for a long time and I really didn't know very well, but it, it was great to have a conversation with someone else on my team that about something completely separate. And it was interesting to hear his perspective on his experience with learning the the language and my experience with learning the language. Did it get me a job? Did it get me a promotion? No, it didn't do any of those things. But for the time being, I found it really interesting. I enjoyed learning it. And perhaps it could have been something that I absolutely loved. And in my next job, it could have been something where it might have turned into something that I could have done as one of my tasks and grown and and learned more and learned a couple other languages and then it grew into something else. I had no idea of knowing that. I had no idea of knowing whether or not it was something I would absolutely love, but it did exercise my brain while I was spending all those hours on the airplane. It kind of worked a different analytical um process, if you will, in my brain. It exercised skills that I didn't normally use. And I'm able to use it in conversation with people and connect with people I wouldn't normally be connecting with. And you can never know too many people. Being able to connect with people over different topics, to me anyway, is fascinating. I really enjoy connecting with people and being able to talk about something different than what you're doing on the day-to-day kind of adds a bit of spice, right? It adds a little bit of something interesting other than, well, we could talk about the spreadsheets we all have to build every day. That was kind of the reason why I got into it in the first place, because I, I wasn't quite feeling stuck, but I just was feeling a little unchallenged. And I'll be quite honest, the biggest accomplishment of all of it was at the end, I can say, 
I learned that language. I learned how to code in Python. I taught myself how to do it. I got the book. I learned how to do it. There's that real sense of accomplishment. It wasn't required for anything. Like I said, I'll probably never use it again, except maybe for fun. But when we are going to school when we're younger and we are learning a new job and early in our career, when every every step we make feels like a big accomplishment, that can be almost an adrenaline rush, right? Because you're constantly meeting these milestones. You're constantly reaching these plateaus that you're reaching for. And I need to get to this level. Yes, I got there. I need to get to the next level. And then you're excited you got there. And then to the next one. As we get further in our career, those accomplishments points become further and further apart, right? It's it's pretty rare if you, you are a, a Joe employee to get to a manager. The time frame for that is is not too long, right? From a manager to the next level, you know, probably a little bit the same, maybe just a little bit longer. But once you get further along with that, going to executive levels and further on there, and, and even when you get to a certain point where there really is nothing at the other, at the, at the next level, there's not that feeling of, I can't wait to get there. I'm going to bust my butt. I'm going to work really hard to get to that point. And I can't wait to get there. And then I'm going to get there. I'm going to be super excited that I got there. And then I'm going to start over again and, and, and drive towards the next goal. As we get further in our career, that, that, that's not an opportunity for us anymore, right? There is a point where you're just kind of, this is it. This is as far as you're going to go here, unless you move someplace else. And we kind of have to create those sense of accomplishment moments for ourselves. And by taking control of different skills and different things that we do and creating those little victories, if you will, it can give you that that little bit of adrenaline rush that you missed from when you were younger, that you didn't even realize that you missed. So if you're feeling a little bit stuck in your day-to-day, if you're feeling a little unchallenged or kind of stagnant in where you're at, consider taking a look at what you do each day. Consider taking a look at the tasks that you are required to use or the industry that you're working in and look around and see if there is something that you can learn that will improve your job skills, improve your understanding of the industry that you work in, improve your marketability, or just improve your quality of life in your career. There may just be something that you've always wanted to learn. Like I mentioned with the PhD, perhaps that's something you always wanted to do. You may be feeling stuck at your job because you feel like it is blocking you from doing something that you always wanted to do, but you can't do it because you have to have a job, you know, got to pay the bills, got to pay the mortgage, got to keep food on the table and clothes on the kids, right? So you don't want to, you don't want to make any rash changes that put you in a situation where you're in trouble or moving backwards. But it doesn't mean that you can't take a few hours a week to do something that will improve and expand upon your career satisfaction or your life satisfaction. And if it can be something that will 
improve your standing at work or your marketability or bolster your resume, demonstrate that you are not just an employee that is coming to work every day, punching the clock and only relying upon whatever the core set of skills that you are required to have there. If you can demonstrate that you are interested in being a little bit more, you know, you're taking it upon yourself, you know, you have to do a lot of presentations, or you have to work with a lot of junior staff, or whatever it may be, and you are taking it upon yourself to improve those skills that are required to really be the best in that area. It'll do a few things. It'll change things up at work because it'll introduce new concepts that either were rusty or something you didn't know. It'll introduce you to perhaps some new techniques or strategies that are being used. It'll keep you relevant in whatever field it is that you are you are learning in. It will add to your marketability on your resume and your career experience. It will demonstrate dedication to your leadership. It will give you something new to do, something new to learn. It'll be a little bit of a distraction from just the same old day to day to day. And it'll be as much or as little as you make of it. If you challenge yourself to do this a couple times a year, Depending on what we're talking about, perhaps you challenge yourself to take two classes a year. Uh, Perhaps you challenge yourself to read a book every month. Perhaps you challenge yourself to get your PhD in the next 10 years. You know what you are able to do with your time and schedule and finances, but you also know what your limits are, right? And, and, I would encourage you to stretch just a little. I'm not saying spend every waking hour outside of work studying, spend your all of your savings to go back and get two more degrees. I'm just saying stretch a little bit, just a bit. It's like when you go to the gym and you need to touch your toes, they're awful far away. But stretch just a little bit further today and they'll get closer tomorrow. So I wish you best of luck in finding that area that is in need of a little refreshing and a little maintenance in your career. And I look forward to talking about getting unstuck again in the future with you. Have a great day. All right. So thanks for tuning in to Not Your Ordinary Girl. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to notyourordinarygirl.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or feedback, and please go ahead and recommend them to your friends. Until next time, remember to always stand up and be confident, stand by all that you do and say with integrity, and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.